0: Of Washington Week joins us and to get into what all these developments mean. One local school system reinstitutes its mask mandate. I'm
1: John Dome
0: 102 uncounted ballots. What's next? In Montgomery County's executive race, I'm Kate Ryan.
1: WTOP News Time, 4 o'clock news on the hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance.
2: I'm Tom Foley in Washington, and we begin with late work from a federal judge in Florida who has just approved the release of that court warrant given to the FBI ahead of its search this week at former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. With more about how some of that contested material was generated, CBS News Chief Investigative Correspondent Catherine Herridge.
0: A former White House official who was in some of these high-level briefings inside the Oval Office with then-President Trump said it was pretty routine that as the briefing proceeded, President Trump would say, hey, can I get a closer look at that document or that, that satellite image or that chart? Uh, and then he might say, I'm just going to hang on to it for a little while so I can take a second look. And then it was really up to the aides to try and retrieve that document from him because they wanted to make sure it didn't get into his personal files versus the White House and the national security files, which are for the archives.
2: This against a background of multiple new media reports that the FBI recovered several documents. Documents THAT WERE SUPPOSEDLY LABELED TOP SECRET. WE ALSO AWAIT A HOSPITAL UPDATE ON THE CONDITION OF THE FAMED AUTHOR SALMAN Rushdie, THE TARGET OF THREATS FOR DECADES OVER HIS WRITINGS ABOUT ISLAM. <laughs> In front of a horrified audience at an event
0: in Chautauqua, New York, I witnessed Cheryl Gorilix as the attacker stabbed Rushdie in the neck. And you could tell the young person was was stabbing him because of the way his arm came back. And it was it appeared that he was he was going for his throat. The event's moderator was also attacked and suffered a minor head injury, according to police. The writer's nineteen eighty eight novel, The Satanic Verses, was criticized as blasphemous by some Muslims, prompting Iran's late Grand Ayatollah to demand his death. Steve Dorsey, CBS News.
2: And now to Kentucky struggling, really struggling to recover from those floods that took dozens of lives and have caused widespread devastation. Governor Andy Beshear. I am not satisfied uh, with the
0: way that FEMA claims are coming back right now. We're going to continue to push to be treated better uh, by that
2: organization. This after a recent visit by President Biden, who did promise serious and quick federal help. Checking on the COVID pandemic, which has not gone away, here's correspondent Jim Krasula. Just over 5% of kids in the U.S., 2 to four years old have received at least one dose of COVID-19 vaccine, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Just under 1% of those kids are now fully vaccinated. 3% of children under two have received at least one dose. The latest U.S. coronavirus fatality number from Johns Hopkins, 1,036,000 people have died of it here. Back in Washington, members of the House are expected to vote and approve that huge tax bill with major environmental impact, too. It passed the Senate last weekend with the tie breaking vote of the vice president. This is CBS News.
1: Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit libertymutual.com to learn more. It is 4.03 on this Friday afternoon, August 12, 2022. We're at 82 degrees at Fort Belvoir. Can you believe we may drop to the 50s late tonight?
0: Good afternoon, I'm Dimitri Sotis. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour, one of the region's biggest school systems appears ready to start the school year with a mask mandate back in place. Here's WTOP's John Doman. Starting Monday, masks will be required in all Prince George's County school buildings again. The county was the last in the region to drop the mandate, doing so in July. The move comes after a recommendation from the county health department, which cited concern with the highly contagious BA5 variant of the coronavirus. Currently, the community level as measured by the CDC is considered high in Prince George's County, while all of its neighbors are medium. The head of the teachers' union said she recently surveyed other teachers about this issue and that about 60% wanted a mandate to return. So, the union supports the county on this. John Dome in WTOP
1: News. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. Today was supposed to be the day we would learn who won the county executive race in Montgomery County's Democratic primary. But the discovery of more than 100 uncounted ballots changed that, so now what?
0: It's expected the Montgomery County Board of Elections will operate on Saturday, counting 102 provisional ballots that were discovered during the routine audit that takes place before certification. In the Democratic race for County Executive Mark Elrich leads businessman David Blair by 42 votes. During WAMU's Politics Hour, Elrich said that the Board of Elections process would be looked at. David Blair released a statement saying he had confidence in the process and the Board of Elections to make sure that every vote is counted. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Action taken by the Supreme Court in El Salvador is helping Virginia authorities bring a rape suspect back to Leesburg to face the justice system. WTOP's Christy King tells us the man jumped bail decades ago. He's charged with two counts of raping a child younger than 13 in Loudoun County. Back in 2001, Franklin Carcamo Garan was arrested, charged, and released on bond prior to his court date. Now back in the U.S. from El Salvador, he's being held on no bond. Leesburg Police Chief Gregory Brown says his department will continue to work to
1: make sure people face justice regardless of how many years have passed. Christy King, WTOP News. Some positive news here if you're a fan of Georgetown Cupcake, which D.C. health inspectors shut down earlier this week. WTOP has learned it is open for business again. The owners say they renewed their business license yesterday. They passed a reinspection from the D.C. health department earlier today. The M Street Bakery had been shut down due to what it calls an administrative oversight. The business had failed to renew its license when it expired in November. And according to D.C. health records, inspectors found several safety violations last month.
0: It's 406. Well, for the first time since he was traded to the San Diego Padres, former National superstar Juan Soto is back in DC for a game tonight, a series over the weekend. WTOP's Kyle Cooper's out talking to some fans.
1: Nats fan Keegan Conway had this game circled on his calendar. How does he feel about the superstar's return?
0: I personally have no uh, hard feelings or ill will towards a Juan, so I'm
1: happy to see him here tonight, So, and I'm happy to see him every time he comes back. So it's different than some of the other guys. When Bryce Harper returned for the first time after leaving, Nats fans booed him. Will that happen tonight? Here's 11-year-old fan Brandon. Do you think there's any chance that... Um, Soda will get booed tonight.
0: Yes, because I am.
1: At National Park, Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. You only have a little time left to show your support for small businesses in the DMV. Your favorite local restaurant could only be a few votes shy of $1,000. Vote for your favorite local restaurants in each of 10 delicious food categories for their chance to win with WTOP's Top 10 Contest. Visit WTOP.com, search Top 10 to cast your vote, and you only have until 5 o'clock, which is next hour.
0: We continue to follow breaking news this afternoon. The FBI is investigating former. PRESIDENT TRUMP FOR POTENTIAL VIOLATION OF THE ESPIONAGE ACT. THE SEARCH WARRANT FROM THE MAR-A-LAGO SEARCH FROM EARLIER IN THE WEEK HAS BEEN UNSEALED. WE'LL TALK TO YAMICHE ALCINDOR OF WASHINGTON WEEK IN JUST A FEW. IT'S 4-07. IN THE wee HOURS OF THE NIGHT, WHEN EVERYONE ELSE IS FAST ASLEEP, YOU'RE THE ONE ON THIRD SHIFT, BURNING THE MIDNIGHT OIL. WHEN A PART FAILS AND EVERYTHING COMES TO A GRINDING halt, REGARDLESS
1: OF WHAT THE CLOCK ON THE WALL SAYS, YOU LEAP INTO ACTION. Granger is with you and all the ones who get it done. Whether in person or remote, open communication with your doctor is key to managing any condition, including heart failure.
2: How have you been feeling? Um, I'm okay.
1: Both are great options to continue having open conversations with your doctor about how you're feeling.
2: I've had less energy.
1: And when you speak openly with your doctor, they're better equipped to help. Visit heartfailuretalks.com to learn more.
0: If you love great food, but you'd rather not go out, you gotta check out the Caviar app. With Caviar, the restaurant comes to you. You get premium chef-cooked meals without the reservation. Caviar makes it super easy and makes it happen. And just for our listeners, Caviar is offering 50% off two orders up to $20 value per order. All you have to do is put in the offer code NYCPOD22 at checkout. Remember, that's 50% off two orders up to $20 value per order with offer code NYCPOD22. Download the Caviar app and use offer code NYCPOD22 2.